When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. What in God's name are we doing? We're like children. We're not men. No, we're not. We're not men. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! Holy crap. I don't know who the hell we think we are when we do something like that. It's 8 o'clock on a Thursday night on the horn. That must mean this is Insincerious. I am your host, Patrick Davis. With me this week is the, the wizard of the digital world for us here at the Austin Radio Network, Jacob Standard. Anthony White taking the night off to handle some personal business on the show tonight. We'll be talking NFL. The schedule release, the first break we've ever had on Insincerious. We're the first show that has the official schedule release on the horn. We get to break the story. Uh, we also have for you uh, NBA. The playoffs are going on right now. Top shelf, bottom shelf, and some instant serious news. But we'll start off the show the way we're doing it this week by asking Jacob, what is the best game thing you saw this week? Oh, that's that's an easy one for me. I saw it earlier today. I was watching Sports Center, the, the midday yes. shift, and uh, Jaron Duran, an outfielder for the Red Sox, got coaxed into dropping two f bombs live on air on ESPN. Ooh, always fun to see people drop uh, things that are not going to get them canceled. They were asking for it though. She asked him two or three times because he censored it originally. Yeah, and then she asked him two more times. You can say it. You can let it fly. And he loaded up and he let it fly twice. Why did she say you can let it fly? I, I don't know. I don't know what alternative she was expecting there. Did she think they had a censor? Did I, she think they were online? I'm, I'm not sure. Or but, is this just the new the new generation of people in, in sports media that are like, oh, I just do podcasts so you can do whatever. And then you're like, no, 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 no. There's still the FCC. Well, so it's the rumors of Pat going to ESPN that I think fueled it. Because now they're trying to show Pat, like, look, you can still do your show here and say the F-bomb uh, on air. Yeah, we just I sneak see. it past the censor. We, that's not really sneaking it past the censor. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, and there is technically in on TV now, I think, after a certain hour, you can do whatever you want, basically. Really? Yeah, like the FCC now is basically, like, if kids go to sleep, then we're not going to care. So, like, after 9 o'clock, I think, on TV, you can get away with a lot more now. What uh, about 1 p.m.? That's when this happened. No. Okay. No, 1 p.m. would normally still fall into the, if the FCC wants to find you, they will find you. <laughs> there is also cable TV falls under different rules now than they used to versus broadcast television. The, the, the rules have been loosened a lot. Yeah. Uh, you also don't normally do it because you lose sponsors. Ah. Because a lot of sponsors are sponsoring to families and to people that are more conservative. So they're like, yeah, we prefer not to uh, run a sponsor. You know, it's like sponsor this thing where you're just cussing all the time and saying things that we don't agree with sure. because half of our audience is going to tune out on that. So, yeah, that that's why they normally don't do it. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe you could be okay. It seems crazy if they were like, let's go get some cussers on. Right. That's how we're getting Pat McAfee. Right. 
And then they're going to get Pat McAfee and be like, guys, if you could turn it down a little bit. They did issue a full, like, full-blown stop apology. the show and apologize. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, because you're not supposed to do that on TV. <laughs> That's, we, we know that. Uh, reminder, we are, the text line is open, 512-337-3776, if you want to join the conversation here on Instant Series. Well, Jacob, been doing this show for like four years now, never get to break anything. Never get to be the first to discuss it on the horn. Everything happens during the day. Yeah. We don't get it. And it has to happen between the hour of 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock. It's just very rare for that to happen. <laughs> but the NFL has blessed us with a 7 p.m. schedule release. There we go. So now we know the official schedule of the NFL. We are we're able to break down it before Bucky and Aaron get on the airwave in the morning and do a better job than we do. We can do it first, though. They're going to copy us. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Look. It doesn't matter to anyone else now. We're first in this town on airwaves because I, I don't think anyone else is doing it here <laughs> in the hour of 7 o'clock. I don't think anybody did it. So uh, I'm going to claim it. I'm going to go ahead and claim it. Uh, the schedule did come out. We finally know uh, some of the bigger things. Uh, is anything popped out to you, Jacob, as a game that you were excited to see, uh, a matchup that is a must-watch? Matchup that's a must-watch? Yes. Mm, man, I think that I think that opener, that very first one, that Lions-Chiefs game. Lions-Chiefs is going to be really cool, and it's, it's awesome to see the Lions finally getting some respect. Yeah. That they put together this fun lineup. You get Jameer Gibbs. Right. Uh, so you get a nice rookie that we don't know how good he's going to play. We don't know how much he's going to be in the lineup, but they're saying he's going to be in a ton. All the reports are that everyone's like, they're crazy for taking him so early. And they were like, we had a trade up because we thought we could get him later. And all the reports were people are trading up to get him. That Philadelphia was apparently at nine looking at Jameer Gibbs because they weren't, they didn't get Bijan and they were still looking at him. But because they're the Philadelphia Bulldogs, they had to go. <laughs> For Jalen Carter instead. Makes sense. So that's the report, though, is that everybody was really high on Jameer Gibbs, and they just were trying to not blow up because they were like, let Bijan get all the coverage. Yeah. And then we'll just pretend that this is not uh, this is not really happening. Yeah, the part that got me excited was I kind of saw it and I kind of scrolled past it. No, oh, it's Lions and Chiefs. But then I saw a tweet that reminded me the last time Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes faced off oh. was an all-time classic, and I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah, I'll give you another one. Week 11, Philadelphia Eagles versus Kansas City Chiefs. We get uh, a big matchup there. Anytime you get to see, it was, a, it was a fun Super Bowl this year. So you get it. Week 11 is where we're starting to get a playoff picture, right. starting to form. We're starting to see games, how they're gonna how we're going to look into the postseason. So I love that this matchup, uh, we'll get to see if Jalen Hurts is still playing at the same level. Of course, Philadelphia lost both their OC and their DC during the offseason, going to Arizona and Indianapolis, uh, retro, uh, respectively. It, Kansas City loses Eric Bieniemy, which if you ask 90% of the NFL, they will tell you it's going to have zero impact. All right, that's how I have to figure because that's why no one would give him a job. <laughs> that they're like, yeah, Eric Bieniemy, who's that guy? It's all Andy Reid. So, hey, look, and if Eric Bieniemy makes the commander's offense look good, then everyone has to admit they were very wrong about Eric Bieniemy, and he deserved a head coaching job like five years ago, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If he can make the commander's offense, who did very little to get better this offseason, I, I don't know how he took that job and didn't go into the office and be like, hey, guys, uh, nobody? You're not going to give me anybody? 
No, we're we're just running with. We like the guys we got. We like the guys. Oh, Jerry, we, you're right. This is how I can tell you grew up a Cowboys fan. We like the guys we got. We, we like our guys. Yeah, we like our guys. We take care of ours. Uh, that's gonna be a big one. Uh, Bengals and Chiefs play Week 17. I mean, that's yeah, that could have a lot of playoff implications. Now, this right could there. be a we're not playing anybody game. Could be, but it could also be a seed. This jockeying. could be. There is only one number, like top seed now. Right. So there is only one by game seed. So that becomes a bigger impact if that those two guys are playing for it. It becomes huge. Of we got to set the tone for the playoffs because we're figuring that this could be a matchup for a lot of years going forward. Uh, 49ers at the Eagles week 13 is going to be another big one. Uh, we get uh, the Bills and the Bengals week nine. I, I I'm a fan of the the Bills and the Jets week one. Ooh. Bills and Jets week one, uh, playing September 11th game. That is going to be a big matchup just to see Aaron Rodgers' first match set up with the the Jets. Two teams from New York playing on September 11th is going to be a lot. See if Josh Allen shows up a little bit more conservative this year. You remember you're going up against Sauce Gardner for Josh Allen? Yeah. And Josh Allen had trouble, a little bit of trouble with the turnovers. They still don't have a running game. I think there's a lot. There could be a lot of fun happening in that matchup right there. I'll tell you another one I just found. In Week 10, the Dolphins at the Jets. Because that's late enough in the season that, assuming everyone's healthy on the Dolphins roster, not pointing anyone out in particular, but uh, assuming everyone's healthy, both teams should be humming at that point, and that could be a wild card type of situation because I think Buffalo still runs away with that division. Yes, I like that one. Yeah, because this is that, that division is going to be, I mean, if Miami stays healthy and Tua can play, they have to be near the top of favorites just because to. of what they look like the, last year, right? Yeah, and they they get Jalen Ramsey. They pick the, the defense has improved. Uh, Devin A. Chain, exactly. You put you put him on the track team. Yeah, the fastest running back in the draft. Put him on our team. Right, that's what we want to run. Uh, they get Vic Fangio. The defensive coordinator steps in, so that defense should be really good this year as well. Uh, it, I don't think it's a given that that Buffalo wins this division because they keep getting guys to go there to win a Super Bowl, but it feels like their window's closing. Like and not just when it like they it feels like they may have to s- switch some things up, okay. like you may have to change up head coach at some point in Sean McDermott. I know they love him there, but at some point you may have to go. Hey, we need a new philosophy because this not having a running back, and this kind of way we're just running Josh Allen and trying to end his career sooner than we should. Yeah, and everything we're doing seems to not being getting us over the hump. Right. So what are we going to do to get over that hump? And they just keep kind of signing guys. Like in an old school way of like that's gonna fix it. But you're like you're not as close as I think you are. Like you think you're, you think you're a player away, and you seem to be more than a player away. It because does kind of feel like that because I think now the Bengals have passed them. Yeah, I would say that. So if you're yeah. third in the AFC right now, and then Aaron Rodgers just went to the Jets, right? And we know the Houston Texans are probably going to be world beaters this year. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Those draft picks they gave but, away aren't going to be worth it's, anything. It's Patrick Mahomes' division to win, right, or division to lose, right? I think it's, it's Patrick a, Mahomes' conference to lose. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. I conference mean, to lose. The AFC is Patrick Mahomes' conference to lose. Yeah. So if we say it's Pat, then we go, all right, then it's Joe Burrow. Yep. Now Josh Allen's dropping in at three or four, and you're like, well, we'll just get one more player, and that'll do it. <laughs> I don't know if you're that close anymore. Right. I think you may, and we don't know if Stefan Diggs is apparently not thrilled to Ooh. be there anymore. There's rumors that he may not be thrilled at how he's being used in in. Everything and How he's being used. I, I don't know if it's money or what it is. He apparently is – there's rumors that he may not be there forever. Oh, 
Interesting. So there's just a lot going on in, in Buffalo, and they keep acting like they're one piece away, and I don't know they're that close. So any matchup with Buffalo this season is going to be very good. Uh, week 8, Jets and Giants with Aaron Rodgers in town. Daniel Jones got his contract. Can the Jets become New York's team? Right. Uh, we'll see. Uh, depends on if they've got the, the offense smoothed out by that point because it's going to be – I mean, Aaron was in his old place for 20 years. I mean, it's going to it, be an adjustment. Man, but he is loving New York City right now. In That's the what spotlight, they're showing you, yeah. Oh, he is loving it. He's going to hate it when he's, when paparazzi starts coming around him more. Or that first, you know, negative article that gets written oh, yeah. about him. When he, when, he goes, when he goes 25 for 40 and they're like, 15, 15 incompletions? Oh, yeah. what do we, gave up a first round for 15 incompletions? He's like, that was actually a good line. I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, and one uh, uh, week eight. Texans versus Panthers. I mean, this is to decide the Super Bowl, really, week eight. <laughs> uh, no, but look, this will be a fun one if Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are both starting, as we will assume they will be starting. I know the Panthers have said uh, Andy Dalton is QB1 until Bryce Young is ready. You have to. Which is cute. Yeah, you have to say that. It's It would be really cute if they didn't have to say Andy Dalton. <laughs> like, say Matt Corral. <laughs> say, say somebody. Like, at least Matt Corral were like, oh, we can pretend he's good. But we know exactly what Andy Dalton is, which was a guy that they paid a lot of money to Derek Carr to be better than. Like, if Derek Carr is the solution that he's that much better than you, right? that's a problem. Because I like Derek Carr, but he shouldn't be, we need to pay him $50 million or like $40 million or whatever they're paying Derek Carr. He, you shouldn't have had to pay somebody that much money because that's how bad Andy Dalton was in, in New Orleans. Yeah, I get that point, but given what they have in that room, I mean, he is the most starter-worthy quarterback in that room. I think I think Bryce Young is, but he is the most experienced quarterback by a long shot because right. Corral has not played a game, yeah. and Bryce Young has not played a game. So he's head and shoulders in experience, and Andy Dalton has been around, I think, for 20 years. Has to, be, I mean, it has to be getting close. <laughs> it's getting He close. had a whole career in Cincinnati. I know. He, he did. It's like Carson Palmer when he was on the Raiders, and you were like, Wait, this is like two teams ago? Wait, this is the same guy? This is the same guy? <laughs> I know he fake retired for a while to get out of that team. <laughs> that's every, that's how you destroy anyone who's a Bengals fan right now. Is back. Remember when uh, your quarterback had to fake retire to get because out? they wouldn't pay for him <laughs> enough? Yeah, have fun with Joe Burrow. <laughs> have fun, Bengals fans. Yeah, when's there that is, contract due? Oh, next year probably. Oh, okay. So this offseason will be when Bengals fans start to sweat profusely no matter what. Oh, they're going to start crawling a little bit this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely going. There's definitely going to be some Bengals fans being like, you know, here's the deal: we got to be fiscally responsible. I don't we, know if there's any Bengals we, fans. We that just are spent all that side. money on that indoor practice facility, and so you know, it's probably the system. It's probably the system. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that one, but I, I will say, give Texans this: they just extended Shaq Mason. They actually have a pretty good O line. Do not think Carolina has a very good O line. No, I don't think Carolina has a very good run game. I don't think Carolina has a lot of receivers. Texans don't have a lot of receivers either, but they have a good running back in Damian Pierce. Right, they have a good O line. I think they're a few steps ahead of Carolina right now, but that's also because they've sucked for a very long time. Yeah, I would agree with that. And uh, by very long time, I mean pretty much for their entire existence, except for a few years where they were okay. And then Kansas City smacked him in the mouth for trying to be good. World beaters. Yeah, world beaters. Uh, there is some big overseas games happening as well. They've announced where those all are. Uh, Falcons and Jaguars happening week four at Wembley. Sorry, Wembley. Uh, uh, Jacksonville will be back in week five. So they're basically staying over there playing against Buffalo in Tottenham. Oh, could be good. 
Uh, then we will go week six, Baltimore versus Tennessee. You get Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So you get somebody over there that people want to see. Uh, Miami versus Kansas City, week nine. Ooh. That is a very good matchup they're yeah. going to be getting in Frankfurt. And the Colts versus the Patriots in week 12. Sorry, Frankfurt, you get one. Yeah, sorry. You get one good game. <laughs> and be happy because they could have given you Miami versus the Patriots and Indianapolis versus the Chiefs, and you would have gotten two terrible games. Yeah, that's a good point. But, no, you got one good one and one bad one. I, I think you take a record. It's going to be funny when all those people are like, man, we were there in week nine. How good was it? We're going back next week. Right. And they go back next week. Oh, well, that's why they give them that game first. Yeah, you don't want to sell the, first, the bad no, no, no. game first. We have to give them the whole product, but give them the good stuff first. Yeah, which is, I mean, Tottenham gets Jacksonville, Buffalo. Okay, okay, I'll go with that before they send Tennessee out there. Yeah. And Tennessee with, they have three quarterbacks that I could not make me any more excited. Like, you can't be any excited about any of them being your starter week one, right? I think you play Levis as the wild card just because. But you can't, week one? Yeah, absolutely. You play Will Levis week one. Yes. He he cannot be ready to play at an NFL level, right? Well, I mean, is Ryan Tannehill that much better of an option? But you don't. The main reason you don't play Will Levis is because you don't want to ruin him, right? You don't want to ruin him by throw, having him throw seven picks in his first game. You think and he's you that bad? To, well, he's just he hasn't played at this level. Yeah. Like I get he played SEC football, so he played some good players. Yeah, but he also threw a lot of picks in college. <laughs> like he threw, I think, his senior year, like roughly picks, even picks and touchdowns. Ooh. And so his junior year was better. He lost a lot of players. I get it. I know the whole argument. I get it. He lost a lot of players. I still don't think there's any way you can sit, look at him and go, no, 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 he'll be ready week one. He's got a cannon for an arm. I cannot imagine he'll be ready week one. They don't have a really wide receiver. Yeah. They. I mean, Derrick Henry will be great. So if he's just going to hand the ball off, but also I will take Tannehill as a better guy to read defenses and be able to audible out when they stack 12 people in the box, even though you're only allowed to have 11. <laughs> they will stack 12 somehow, just yeah. in the box back. Now throw it over the top. We don't care. <laughs> eh, agree to disagree on that one. I think I you I think you roll the dice and go well, with the what, wild card. What about Blake Willis? You drafted him last year. You can put him out week one. And you love him so much that you started Joshua Dobbs after he was on the team for two days. <laughs> That's true. Joshua Dobbs needs to be the week one starter. <laughs> and just have all of this money and fake talent right behind him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't know if you want to ruin Will Levis by have by shattering his you know, shattering his ego and trying to break him down because there's not a lot of quarterbacks that come back from that. Peyton Manning did. Peyton Manning had a terrible rookie season, uh, interceptions wise, and was able to get past it and move forward. Now he had a really good support system and he's able to go back and have a dad who's really good and a brother and have, sure. have other people that can sit down and go look at film during the offseason and improve. I don't know if Will Levis has that, and he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Do you know how much ego that takes to put mayonnaise in your coffee you and know eat what? a banana with the peel on? Jacob, round of applause, say... Jacob, for for saying the 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 biggest spin I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that it takes ego to do something gross and dumb, and then show up to the first round of the draft with full confidence you're going to get drafted. Oh, oh, and then he didn't show up week. I would have showed no, up. Yeah, no, no. I would have shown up <laughs> round two. <laughs> Sweats, stained, just bloodshot eyes. Like, oh, I stayed up all night. Yeah, I was waiting for one of y'all to call. Or I just wouldn't have left when they were, like, clearing out the room. And they're like, we'll see you tomorrow. And you're like, no. No. No, I'm staying. I told you I was going to sit here until I got drafted. <laughs> oh, no. Tell them to start it up again. Restart the draft. I'm Will Levis. Give me some bananas. I'll eat them with the peel. Uh, 
Uh, also, Thursday night football lineup. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you some games. See if okay. you care about any of these games. Uh, starting off, first game, Vikings Eagles. Do you care? Uh, that's the first Thursday night football game. First Thursday game? night football. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Okay. Yeah. Let's go uh, October 5th, Bears Washington. Bears Commanders. Less interested. Less interested. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Broncos Chiefs. If if are we good? If, if Broncos are decent, I don't think they're gonna be. I mean, can we put that stipulation in there if they're decent? Yeah. Okay. If they're decent, I'm if interested. They're decent. Uh, we get like Jacksonville, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Ooh. Oh, we get a Panthers Bears. Hey. Hey, they traded the pick, and now they get to play with. I'm actually interested in that one. I think that'll be a good football game. We get. Uh, you know what? The Black Friday game is the the Jets, Jets Dolphins. Yeah, Jets Dolphins. I'll give them that one. Bengals Ravens is okay. The Cowboys make the list playing the Seahawks. That's an okay game. Uh, I'm nervous about that one. Yeah, but I, it's an okay game. I, yeah. I, I will. Oh, yeah. I'll go with an okay game. Then not a lot like oh, Saints Rams. Probably not pulling a lot. Uh, <laughs> that was ten to three. What is? <laughs> And, and we get we do finish out December twenty eighth, uh, Jets versus Browns in two quarterbacks who couldn't stand their team at all anymore at the end had what, to get out. What do you make of the Browns? I you know what? What do you? They named their team aptly. <laughs> They're color coordinated <laughs> with how they play. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay this year. Deshaun Watson will play the whole year. I, I, Deshaun Watson's a good player. Yeah, I think he just played well. He played poorly last year because he basically didn't play for two years. Right. I think he'll be a lot better. Uh, you have Mari Cooper. You have some good players. I I don't think they're in that top range, but I think they'll be like what the Texans were when they had Deshaun Watson. Like they're basically that now. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so, they're yeah, a playoff yeah. team. They're going to you know contend for a division, but they're not a Super Bowl team. They'll make the first round tough for somebody. Yeah, but but that's that's kind of that's where I put the Browns this year is around what the Texans were with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's when fair. they had him. Maybe a better O line. I don't know how good their O line is, but we'll see. Yeah, that's tough uh, to say. Yeah, they, they have a better running game, kind of, but I don't know if they're going to keep. Chubb. I would say much better. I oh, mean, I don't know if they're going to keep both of those guys. Oh, okay. I know that Cream Hunt, uh, I think, is gone. Right? I think Cream Hunt's gone. I don't know. Yeah. I have not kept up with my Browns. I have enough. not either. Uh, Apparently, they don't hit my algorithm. Let's go through. I want to go since I have a Cowboys fan here. Ooh. I want to go through this Cowboys roster, Jacob. Yeah, our Cowboys schedule. Sorry, and I want to get a. I want to get an early guess because we just got this schedule. At like an hour and 20 minutes ago. I want to see what we figure out their schedule, their, what their record is going to be at the end of the season. So let's real quickly go through and play the schedule game with me here. Okay. Uh, week one, you're playing at New York, 720 game on Sunday, Sunday night football, kicking off the season. Is it a win? No, it's a loss. You have a loss already. I do. I think, uh, you know, you're doing a different offense. Um, Okay. Kellen leaving, though I think it is better for the team in the long run, I think there is a learning curve that comes with new play caller and Dak has to get used to how he calls plays. Um, I can see that being a game they fumble early. Okay. All right. I can see that. You know what? I'll say it to win in the fact that I like uh, like this defense going up against the Giants. I don't think they have any threats downfield. So you really only have to score 21 points, 28 points on them. Okay. To get a win, and I think that the uh, the Cowboys will be able to manage that early in the season. Now, I, I all this comes in a caveat: you have to figure out what you're going to do at running back. Yeah, if you if you go in with Deuce Vaughn and Ronald Jones as your two running backs, and try and run the ball 35, 40 times a game, you're going to blow everybody out. I just don't know 
I don't know. Again, I like Deuce Vaughn. I do not like him at 35 carries a game, and I don't like Ronald Jones playing more than a five carries a game, like 10 plays guy. Yeah, maybe. I don't like yeah. him any more than that. Until, and may, look, maybe he's good. Maybe he's great, and everybody's missed on him. And the, 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 the Cowboys will work him out. I hope so. He's a Texas guy. I hope it works out. I don't see it until he proves me wrong. I will not. I, I can't go out on a limb that far. Yeah. I but I, I, I think Deuce Vaughn will be great when you get Tony Pollard back. Uh, but you need to find something else there. Hopefully it's not Zeke. But It's I, going to be Zeke. Oh, my God. It's, don't. Why? What, what do you mean why? Why, why does it? They, I, I hear Tampa Bay is going to get him. And the Cowboys are going to lose out on the message because Tampa Bay thinks that Leonard Fournette is is not who they want anymore. They're going to go worse. If if Jerry loses out on the Super Bowl opportunity to re-sign Zeke, I will be so upset as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> that is the missing piece. That's the missing piece. That's the no, that Zeke on the team turns this whole thing whoa, into whoa, whoa. seventeen. And now, eight. are we talking like Madden? Uh, Madden, where you can play with players at their best, like he's on the, the <laughs> 2000. Uh, let me download the 2019 uh, All Star team, the Pro Bowl team, and that Zeke. Uh, yes, that Zeke. Okay, yeah, they're a player away. If it's let, the let me prime have this, Zeke, Patrick. Let me if it's have prime this. Zeke, they're a player away. To tell you, <laughs> Zeke's limping right now. It's, <laughs> he hasn't even played football in months. Still limping. Uh, week two, New York Jets win. No, no, no love for Aaron Rodgers. I think they're still getting things figured out at that point. Okay, I don't know if it's a you know well-oiled machine at that point. I think uh, we can. I think the wake-up call in Week One. I think the Cowboys sneak up on the Jets in Week Two. I think I, I would say I'll, t- I'll tell you this is a loss because of the defense. I think the Jets defense with Sauce Gardner out there makes them have to run the ball. I don't know if they have the running game to yeah. to beat the Jets. That's fair because that's in the other week side two of it. until Tony Pollard comes back. So I'd say a loss in that one. We're both one and one though. Yeah. Uh, let's go at Arizona. In uh, week three, we can both uh, W win. on this one. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's we, that one's an easy one. New England, uh, your your New England at home. Yeah, I'm taking the win on that one. Yeah, until again. Now Bill O'Brien's back. The t- the offense will look a little bit better, but I think this is going to take. And also, uh, Patriots defenses are notoriously not great at the beginning of the season. Yeah, because Bill Belichick is teaching them so many different. Uh, like different schemes and setups. The Amoeba defense. So they normally get better later in the season, but they don't start off great, so you think they can get the win there. At San Francisco, it is a Sunday night game, or, yes, Sunday night game for at San Francisco. Yeah, we're not winning that one. Uh, I will say Sunday, October 8th, I think you can win this one because I don't know who's playing quarterback for them there. I don't think Brock Purdy could be back. He may be back by there, but he is. I'm not sure he's 100%. You may be playing Sam Darnold. Or a Trey Lance, who's I don't we've seen. I don't think there's much drop off there with Sam Darnold to from Purdy to Sam Darnold. What 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 was? Have you, did you watch Sam Darnold play at, in New in New York or or Carolina? Or was that not you didn't have the package and they weren't on TV because they were one of the worst teams in the league every time because Sam Darnold can't throw a football. So if and he Brock saw Purdy, ghosts, if Brock Purdy was on that Jets team where Sam saw ghosts, does he do better? No, than he, Sam he did? didn't see ghosts until Carolina. I don't think he saw ghosts until Carolina, right? If, uh, either of those teams. If Brock Purdy's on those teams, do I think they they're look better. better. I think they're better. You do. Yes. Okay. I, I don't think they're, right. I don't think they're winning like at a high level. I think they're better teams. Though. Okay. So I just enough. think he's a little bit. He would throw the ball away instead of trying to be a hero. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, right. Let's go over to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers at LA. The Monday Night Football game. This is the Kellen Moore game. Yes, it is, and I think we win. Okay. All right. I like that one. Uh, you get a bye week there, and then you play the Rams. 
Uh, Rams, we don't know much about this team. That's one of those teams. Got to see it. Really crapshoot? What do you got here? I got a win there. A win there. Philadelphia. At Philadelphia, are you coming out brazen? You're going to Philly. Yeah, no, we're losing that game. Okay, losing to Philadelphia. Uh, The Giants then. This is a return match. You had them losing the first time. Did they win the second time? They do. They're at home. They win the second match. All right. Carolina, after that, at Carolina, you're playing Bryce Young or QB1 or Andy Dalton. <laughs> Former Cowboy Andy Dalton. I kind of hope it's Andy Dalton just for the story. God, line, if he but... is still playing there, this is like week 10. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's like the cockroach. You just yeah, can't so kill him. We'll go with a win there. Yeah. Then you play Washington. W there. W there. Seattle, uh, Thursday night football. I think that one's going to be closer, too close for comfort, but I think we win that one. Okay. Seattle there. Get to win there. Geno Smith maybe not playing at a full volume right. as he was last year when teams start to figure out that offense a little bit more. Philadelphia, can you beat him at home? I do. I, I think we do. I think we All split right. the series with them. Split the series with them at Buffalo. Loss. Loss there at Miami. Loss. Ooh, not coming in strong. Detroit. Loss. Oh, really finishing up the season. So that, really strong That here. feels like a game they would fumble. And at Washington, final game. We don't know when it is. It's a flex-out game because most of these games are the last week of the season. Right. Maybe Monday Night Football if the Commanders are doing some good things. Yeah. How about it? Do we get a win to close out the season? Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll tally up our scores and tell you what they got the Cowboys at. And we will talk some NBA top shelf, bottom shelf. If you got any topics you want us to talk about, 512-337-3776 right here on InSeries on the Horn 104.9, 1019 and 1260. Back at Instant Series here on the Horn. Uh, so we've tallied uh, we've tallied our results. Yeah. Jacob, as a homer, f- followed the exercise properly. Yeah. I really thought he was going 17-0. Well, I thought about it. It was tough to pull me off of some of them, but I got him at 11-6 and six in a wild card team. 11-6? and six, I have him at 10-7. and seven. Okay. I have him at 10-7. That end of the schedule is a little rough. Yeah, that's a so, brutal stretch. So that is going to be one. If you do not start off strong – is going to be a rough end of the season uh, for Dallas. Just looking at it now, it seems that you're going to hope some of these teams are not as good as they were last year. You hope there's maybe an injury or two or yeah. you know somebody's underperforming because, yeah, you play a lot of good teams there at the end of the season. Basically, from that first Philadelphia game, you get a, you know, Seattle, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, all there at that is a yeah sandwich in between the two Washington games. Yeah, that's and I gave him two wins in there, and that could easily be zero and five. Yeah, that stretch. That is a that is a big stretch, but that's going to be how healthy they are at that point too. Yeah, I mean we we know in the NFL today, it's health is such a big part of what you're able to do. Right. Uh, NBA right now, Celtics up seventy four seventy three with ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, this is a big game. This Philadelphia leads it three to two. Celtics uh, are. Uh, uh, against the brink of elimination, so they are at least trying tonight. Good to see them trying. Yep. But uh, let's start off with some Lakers and Warriors talk. That's uh, what first I'm and foremost, about. first and foremost, Anthony Davis was escort was carried out. Apparently, they couldn't find a stretcher. They were gonna, you know, give oh, a stretcher job. 
and so they had to give him a wheelchair because they couldn't. They were gonna have to like neck brace him. <laughs> How is he in a wheelchair after that? I don't know. The, the report now is that he feels great, ready to play in Game Six. I'm sure ready he does. Go. I'm sure he does. I, like the play didn't look. It looked pretty violent on live like in the moment you were like oh i could see how that caught him and then unfortunately for him there's replays <laughs> and it doesn't look as violent you're like maybe maybe like you just see the forearm hitting but maybe that point of the elbow yeah. got him behind the ear or something and like he caught him a little bit and just in a, in a soft spot right. you know i feel like anthony davis has a lot of soft spots more than a couple it just seems it seems <laughs> like the type of guy's like oh he got me right in the my, my injury you know when you're fighting a video game yeah and the boss has like weak points, and if you hit him, they glow. Anthony <laughs> Davis, it's just a beaming light. <laughs> a lot of spaces. Where where do I hit him? That's where he's vulnerable. They're like, I don't know. Just aim at him, right? <laughs> that's it. It'll just take make him contact. Out. Just make contact. But yeah, and then had to go back to the locker room. Did the little slow walk back to the locker nah, room. I know it. And then had to be. Is this is this rough to watch as a Lakers fan? Oh, I'm kind of used to it. I've complained I'm about. Used, I'm, I'm used to yeah, it. Yeah, I've complained about AD for a while, and after we got two back-to-back games from him, um, I knew he was going to take this game off somehow. I didn't think he was going to get that creative with it. I, but. Like, I think he did well for most of the game. Draymond was playing him really tough and just constantly pushing him and and prodding him and doing everything. Oh, so he's playing basketball. I mean, Draymond was playing. There, there was a lot of it where I was watching just that and watching how he was doing things. Where you're like, if it wasn't Draymond, if it wasn't the playoffs, they would they would have called a couple of fouls on Draymond to step to have yeah. him step back because he was constantly turning him. He was and, talking to him a little different last night too. I mean, he was. Oh well, and Tom Izzo was in the crowd. Oh okay. Yeah, so so you know Tom Izzo. If Tom Izzo was in the crowd for Draymond yeah. Green, he comes out and plays his best. If I'm a Warriors fan, I'm flying Tom Izzo to every game the rest of the playoffs. <laughs> uh, like I'm going for it because clearly Draymond's going to play better, and we know Clay Thompson has not shown up since he had his big burst. Right. Jordan Poole is still he hits one shot right, he hits a shot, and you watch him. He go Jordan Poole, round of applause. You figured it out, buddy. Face the basket, feet lined up. Right. You're a great shooter. You're going to nail this. Yeah. And the next shot he takes <laughs> for no reason, he is kind of drifting to his right. He catches it and then jumps to the right. To really sell that he was going right and throws it at the basket. It's all about the clip. And misses it wildly. <laughs> You're like, dude, just catch it, square up, shoot at the basket. Right. This is how you were trained to do this for years. I don't know why at a certain point everything has to be an and one mixtape shot. <laughs> everything has to be the highlight <laughs> that's crazy. It doesn't have to be that. You don't have to be the craziest shot on the court every time. Sometimes you can just, you know, try to make them. Right. Because I'll tell you what, your highlight reel looks a lot better when you're shooting six of nine than if you're shooting one of 12. Yeah, that's a good point. And he just cannot understand that. And Clay Thompson does it too. Clay Thompson has never been good off the dribble. Oh, we know what Clay Thompson's about. His game's coming up. Oh, you think he's got one coming up? I think game six, Clay makes an appearance. Oh, I don't know. It's it's in LA. He is, uh, oh, he's just such a. He, he like he's so into himself in LA. I feel like he could really mess it up. Oh, maybe the the Lakers are five and zero at home this postseason. So yeah, I mean, I also think that the Warriors are very uh, tired. I think they just look tired. I think the that injuries, took a lot yesterday. Yeah. I think the injuries have made them where their conditioning is not where it needs to be. So they have to pick up their conditioning and then 
Like, they basically were not able to get into the shape they needed to. And then you throw in the fact that they've normally had such a good record, they haven't had to wait. To, like, they haven't had to play hard at the end of the season. You can kind of wait on it. That's and then point. they this season, they had to play for a playoff spot yeah. throughout the entire end. And I think that's just worn on them the extra minutes that they've had to play. That's a good point. I hadn't considered that yet. So, I... I if you're the Lakers, though, you need to close this out in Game Six. Oh, you, you can't need Anthony Davis. You cannot let the door be open because you've gotten lucky that this has been the worst shooting Warriors team we've seen in multiple years. Uh, outstanding defense, thank you. Uh, no, no, I mean their defense is a part of it, but this is you can't just account for Steph Curry and Klay Thompson being as bad as they're being. So you have to say, man, we've been lucky with this. Let's not give them a Game Seven. Let's not let Klay Thompson have no, Game Six no play. Let's not let them do that. Let's just close them out. Close them out in L.A., have the celebration, and then go get dominated by Denver. Like, abused by Denver. <laughs> if I, if someone else was in here doing this show with you, would you have a different opinion of the Western Conference Finals? Oh, no. I think it's going to be like Oz. <laughs> it is going to be bad. It is brutal how bad Denver is going to beat them. <laughs> like, and Anthony Davis is going to just disappear in that series Overall, it's going to be brutal. Can we just not play them? We, <laughs> we, we just call and go, you know what? Good year, good year, good guys. Year. <laughs> no, I mean, and look, I, I'm Can we just 100% put them in the honest, protocol? the Lakers probably win a game because they're, they're not a bad, they're a good team. But Denver right now, if Jamal Murray plays the way he's been playing, and now he, uh, it's, last I saw, was questionable for tonight uh, with an illness. So we don't, if he's, if he is not at 100%, then, yeah. you know, there's a little bit of a shot. But Jokic is going to want to dominate. We saw he is All-NBA second team. He did not win the MVP this year. That is normally a sign. Like the old story with uh, David Robinson and Akeem Olajuwon was when the year David Robinson won the MVP, uh, they were playing the Rockets in the playoffs, and they gave David Robinson the trophy during the series. And Akeem looked at Robert Ory and said, they're giving him my trophy in front of me. Ooh. And then he dominated David Robinson. And as a Spurs fan, like, look, I I, I don't like to say that David Robinson was owned by somebody, but Akeem Olajuwon owned him in that playoffs. Yeah. He just dominated him completely. So that was a uh, – it was I, – I think that Jokic will do that. Speaking of which, they play tonight. Uh, DeAndre Ayton's out with a rib injury. Chris Paul is out. Yeah, Devin Booker tough. needs, what, 50, 60 tonight? And, and Kevin Durant needs another 30 to 40? I think Kevin Durant needs to hit 50 or 62. I don't know where the hell else points are coming from. I mean, like, Shamit, like, and really the bench scoring has been a big factor in this, but when your bench has to keep being starters, yeah, that really hurts your bench scoring. Yeah, You know what I mean? Although and, I, I, I do think defensively somebody besides Aiton out there on the court might be a little beneficial. I mean, it's Jokic. Um, You're playing Jokic. I know, but you need someone who's at least just going to lean on him all game. Like, can we make like, him tired? Like Bismarck Biombo? Yeah. He's going to lean on him with oh, yeah. 190 wet. Give him the Draymond treatment. Just push him, shove him, talk to him. Draymond's got muscles, though. And I like uh, Bismarck Biombo. I think he's a good player, but not he. he's not one of those guys that could have played an old-school NBA when you're playing Shaq. Like, he's not one of those yeah. guys you would have gotten as Shaq stopper. And Jokic, you kind of have to have guys like that. He'll play hard, but he's also going to play 35, 40 minutes again, and he's not getting foul trouble. Right. That's the problem is do you have somebody who can go up against Jokic, not get in foul trouble, and play longer minutes than they've played all season? Yeah, and Jokic looks for the contact. So you got to have somebody who's ready to go get it. Now, I will say you get the, the benefit of you're in Phoenix tonight. So if you were doing this in Denver, it's not even close because then your conditioning and one of those big guys is going to have to run the court, guard Jokic, and play another 15 to 20. Yeah. You're, it, there's not a chance. So there is, there is a little bit, but – yeah, that is big news that uh, DeAndre Aiden is out. 
Uh, Knicks Heat, Knicks stay alive in that series. Uh, is it still Heat series win? I think so. Yeah, I do I, too. I mean, they got dominated on the rebounds in that game. Um, I don't think that happens again. They look tired in that. They look yeah. like they didn't. They just did weren't a hundred percent for that game. I think they mentally kind of weren't in a hundred percent, and they still were in the game at the end. I, I I don't get how New York was as bad as they were at the end of that game. They had nineteen turnovers in the game. Yeah, they just did not have, know how to deal with full court press. They did not know how to deal with with Miami playing rough. Right. I, I just don't get that. And uh, finally, Boston and Philly playing right now. It's 81-81 with six minutes left. Boston playing for their life, but I think they just got a uh, clear path foul, which is two in a shot yep. off a of steal. Yeah, we'll know here in a few minutes if this is, is – but is this – Philly? it's Philly series to win two, right? It is, but I think it goes seven. You think it does go seven? I they do. get the win here? Yeah. I, look, I, this is a big one. Ime Adoka, I know he's he did some bad things. I'm not happy that he is now in my division – coach of the Rockets because he is a heck of a coach and uh, this team has not looked the same they don't have the same fire in their belly the same intensity right there could be some changes in Boston this offseason uh you know I don't know if you fire a coach after one season but at the same point you have to make some moves uh you have to keep Jalen Brown figure out his contract situation Marcus Smart you have Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon on this team yep Robert Woods is Robert Williams sorry is one of those guys he's really yeah, good player but him? he's it's the big man who doesn't really have. I don't know who who's a who's a Celtic, really good screen. Who's a Celtic you get rid of? Who's a Celtic that you say we gotta if we have to make a move here? Who's a Celtic you're changing trying to trade for somebody this offseason? I think you move Jalen Brown. I okay. think I think you see how much you can get for Jalen Brown. Uh, package as much together as you can for him, and then uh, I think you just figure out a different combination. Somebody that complements Tatum's game uh, a little bit better. Um, and maybe you get two pieces that are kind of complementary pieces to Jay, uh, Jason Tatum instead of, you know, a counterpart. Yeah. No, and I get it. I, I think that's definitely a way you can go. I, I, I personally try and keep Jalen Brown. I think it's way easier to get everybody else on this team other than a Jalen Brown and a Jason Tatum. Those two guys are beasts. Yeah. And they're that's very hard guys. And if you have to trade for it, you have to trade three to four guys in draft picks. I think if you can keep the two stars – it's easier to build around them with other guys. I think Marcus Smart may be the time that you try and move on from Marcus Smart. Uh, you have Derek White, you have Malcolm Brogdon, and then try and bring in someone a little bit bigger to help out defensively. Sure. Uh, I think that's maybe where I would try and go is try and get Marcus Smart and bring in someone a little bit bigger who's a 3 and D guy and move on from that. What do you think the value on Marcus Smart is? It's not huge. You're not yeah. getting a ton back for him, but you don't need like you have players. You can you just, still end up positive. You need in to that get deal. you need to move off of a mindset of this is the way you can do and I mean maybe you try and go to Brooklyn who has a ton of 6869 defenders now right. and see if you can work out something with Brooklyn to get one of those guys to come over. I mean you're probably looking at Finney Smith or maybe a Cam Johnson. Somebody like that. It's not bad. That if you can try and get that and put some pieces together and some draft picks over to 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 Brooklyn, but just something more of that set because then I think then you can play, you know, everyone more in a position that you want to play them. Right. And you know, then you go okay. Now we have Robert Williams, Al Horford as our two fives and play them, you know, not tons of minutes and play a little bit bigger of a lineup, but put Jalen Brown in natural position as a two, Tatum as a natural position as a three. And not necessarily have to switch out so much. Keep Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White in that point guard position. I think you're good. So that's enough. I agree. That's enough to top the Sixers. Do you think it's enough to take down Milwaukee though? If Milwaukee doesn't lose in the first round, of the I mean, will they go get Jimmy Butler? Because that's how you take down. That's how you go take down Milwaukee. Apparently, <laughs> you get a dog in the fight. <laughs> uh, one thing Boston doesn't have is a dog in the fight. Right. 
Uh, draft lottery is next week. Uh, any prediction? Who you think is going to win it? Who's got the highest odds? Uh, there's Who three teams it? the highest odds: Spurs, yeah. Rockets, and Pistons. Ooh, probably the ooh, probably the Pistons because they got it. Uh, wrong answer. Recent. Spurs getting the number one okay. overall pick and getting one by Alma. Correct answer. All right. Uh, time for top shelf, bottom shelf. Normally, Anthony gives us question. He is out tonight, so I will tell you some stories, and me and Jacob will discuss him. You can join the conversation on the text line five one two three three seven three seven seven six. Uh, first story: Favre is no longer suing Pat McAfee. Really, he has pulled the plug on this. Is this the worst PR move anyone <laughs> has made in history? Well, uh, he did recently boycott Fox News as well, so I think this dude's just addicted to stepping in it, keeping his name in the spotlight you are for the very wrong close. reasons. If we take out to did to whatever you said, <laughs> I think the first part of your line <laughs> is solid answer for what Brett Favre is allegedly. Oh, that one sunk in a little bit. Yeah, later. there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. In case you allegedly. post this on the internet. Right. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. allegedly. Allegedly. Don't cut that out. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, there is a firm launching a gambling integrity hotline giving out numbers to all players and oh, stuff. for them. So if you hear somebody's point shaving or you have this, and it's an anonymous way to try and rat on your teammates and be a snitch. They're giving you an anonymous way to do it in case you were worried that your coach would be like, yeah, don't rat on our guys, you snitch. Can anybody so, call that? I, I'm guessing so. Oh, man. Are you going to start ratting on some people? No, but I can just see the millions of people that are like, they're shitting, you know, they're throwing the game. They're shaving points. Oh, yeah, points. This, this ref. Yeah. This ref, I don't know if it's, a, you're right, if it is, it's going to just be all Oh, my goodness. Like, that ref, it's, hey, it's all rigged. You yeah. know it's all rigged, Yeah, right? that phone never stops. Yeah. The NFL script's uh, Y'all are in on it. Back. I bet yeah. y'all are in on it. <laughs> How much oh. you make on that? Uh, Carlos Correa is being booed in Minnesota. Good. Uh, he does get a two-out hit. Uh, Carlos Correa... Is this uh? How happy are the Giants and the Mets that they did not sign Carlos Correa right now to a massive contract? I'd say pretty psyched. I would say they are pretty excited. I I thought I saw something that uh the the best team in that division is it still the Twins right now? I don't know if they're still the best team. Well, the best team in that division was worse than uh, the AL West. Was worse than every team in the AL West. That's solid. That's yeah. solid baseball right there, guys. Right. Uh, and finally, Jimbo Fisher took a shot. Top shelf. This is top shelf. A, grade A, A&M pettiness. That Jimbo Fisher takes a shot at TCU, basically saying, man, TCU, we saw what they do. They got some good players. They were a little bit older, you know, and they they uh, they played a good season. But uh, we saw what happened when they got to the SEC, didn't we? Oh, no. And he somehow took credit for Georgia beating TCU as if he had any part of this. What? Yeah, he did this, and it was like at a pep rally thing, like a thing how you know Texas is currently out with the coaches yeah. doing that. It's basically the same yeah. thing they're doing for a and but it is a crazy, <laughs> it is the most aggy thing to be like, hey, man, our national championships, who cares? We're in the best conference. Right. We, we financially bring enough to the table that we can be awful in the best conference. <laughs> Put another banner up. Give us another banner. SEC team Participant. Since SEC participant <laughs> banner, the Jimbo Fisher SEC participant banner. We need to make that one a reality. We're going to come back and do some insincerous news here on the Horn 1049 1019 AM 1260. Back here on Insincerous, we got a couple minutes. Thanks to everybody who texted in. Uh, thank you, Andrew, uh, uh, for saying that the Bears versus Washington is underrated. Uh, it's not a great game to watch. It's not. 
guys. Yeah. It's not. And maybe it will be by that week. I think the Bears will be more fun to watch this year. Yeah, I will maybe say, the Texans will be world I, beaters. There's a lot of teams that could use one of their running backs. Yeah, you got a hell of a running back stable right now. Uh, Dwight Rabbit, uh, I don't know if Olajuwon would dominate uh, Jokic, but I would love, love to watch a game of Olajuwon versus Jokic. That would be a ton of fun to watch that game. And uh, Scott Foster versus CP3. Uh, yes, CP3 will be calling the hotline every single game. At halftime. At halftime. I'm <laughs> uh, pretty sure Scott Foster is fixing this again, guys. <laughs> Draymond Green is going to be on that f- nonstop. <laughs> nonstop Draymond Green will be on that. Uh, let's go over uh, to Instant Serious News. Uh, Jacob, are you ready? Uh, I don't know yet. You don't know. Oklahoma police rush to respond to cries for help. They uh, rush out into a field where they can hear what hears like someone faint cries of help. Yeah. Uh, when they get there, it is a goat in a barn, and the farmer was like, yeah, I, I took the goat and moved him to another fa- a barn, and uh, he's not happy that he's not with his friend. So he's just been screaming what sounds like help. <laughs> and uh, the police then had to call off the dog. And call off. We thought we were saving some lady's life, it turned out. Have you ever mistaken a scene as an emergency? Have you ever been? Not quite of that magnitude, but have you ever heard a goat yell? It's terrifying. Yeah. I always liked there was a joke David Cross used to have. What if cows, instead of saying moo because it's such a just an arbitrary noise, yeah. they just went, help, help. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. Every time you just walk through a field, just getting help and farting, be great. Uh, hundreds of pounds of pasta were dropped near a New Jersey stream, about 500 pounds of pasta. Uh, they said they were not cooked when they were dropped, but the rain then melted them so it looked like they were co- it was cooked pasta. They still don't know, but they said they cleaned it up so it's not a problem anymore. This is a problem, right? Yeah. That's got- 500 pounds of pasta was found near a stream? But That's too weird to not have a purpose. Yeah. That is, uh, that is somebody in the mob did something wrong and dumped the wrong thing. Like there <laughs> is a the dead body. There is a them. dead body at a at a pasta restaurant right now, and they're trying to figure it out what happened. They're like, uh, "Do you take care of that? Do you take care of the guy? Do you take care of Vinny Tambuleska?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, no, we took care of Vinny." Yeah. And then they open up the trunk, like, "Oh no, <laughs> guys, no pasta tonight, you guys." Uh, and finally, a man was rescued from the woods in Germany. Uh, he was found tied to a tree in Germany, uh, uh, still fully clothed. Uh, but apparently he had gone out there with a girl he met online. Uh, she got a phone call and left. Oh. And he was just tied up there, ready to have some fun times with this lady. Uh, have you ever had a, a good night turn bad for you quickly? Nothing like that. Man. Yeah, that seems pretty terrible. Yeah. That you're like, going to get lucky. Because then like- Going to get lucky. I am now tied to a tree in a forest and no one is around me. Even when help comes, it's like, how do I- Yeah. And then <laughs> apparently he said he had a box cutter in his pocket. Couldn't get to it. She tied him up real good. <laughs> had a stocking over his head. He should just be real thrilled that his pants are up. Did he leave a review? <laughs> <laughs> we'll close it on that one. We got to get out of here. Thanks to Jacob Standard. What's the name of your podcast? Uh, the Abnormally Average Podcast. Check that out online. Check out Jacob Standard and myself online and check out Instant Series. We'll be back next week with more. Tell them peace. <laughs> <coughs>